people don't necessarily always, like I once said, want to be sold. They want to be showed the things that they want to watch. And what I do is I show people roofing systems and I, I call it roof porn, if you will. And uh, people want to watch other people building things. They want to learn more about things. They want to be provided value or, or something that they're willing to watch. I started to come out of my shell. I started to be able to be around more people, uh, to be more positive, but then also trying to learn, uh, like basically learning a whole new career. If you've got somebody that's got a face for radio <laughs> or, or, or a face for social media, let them go at it and, uh, and enable them uh, to create and uh, share approved content that, that you, you know, that you have a chance to look over. with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. All right, all right, all right. DJ, I'm over here like closing stuff so there's not like any kind of dings in the background <laughs> and stuff like that because you know I got my phone on mute because you know that happens. But TJ, yeah. Cormick. What's going on, Vince? Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, you know, I was excited. I was like, maybe we get to do this in person, but not today. But well, uh, <laughs> we, we're going to have a booth set up. We're going to have yeah. a, a place set up that we can do live interviews and we could, uh, I don't know, if we're going to go live from the event or we're yeah. going to record some stuff so that we could put on later, whatever it is that we decide we'll do. But I'm so happy that you said yes. And I'm so happy that I'm going to get to see you again in person so that we could just really educate the masses about what we do, man. Man, I'm so excited uh, to be a part of your event. Like when I saw the lineup after, you know, I I saw that you were putting on this event and then I saw the lineup and I just I, like this is one of the best events that I've seen this year so far. Woo! That's yeah. that says a lot coming from you, TJ. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I travel to every show and I, I get to see almost every speaker and and, uh, you know, every expo hall. And uh, it's, it kind of is a little bit dull at times, but this one, you know, with Dimitri, with Patrick, with Liz, myself, with Jack, you know, with I, I the list goes on. It's just so it's so star studded is what I called it. Well, I mean, it's it's that too, right? Because I'm yeah. with you. You go to more events than I do. I know that. But I go to as many as I can as well. Obviously, the power of networking. But, sure. you know, you definitely, when you go to these events, you 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 not only are attracted to some people, but right. like just some people are just more charismatic. Some people yeah. are a little bit more experienced. Some people are just, you know, I don't know, I guess just has more of that stage presence and that, yeah. and that draw and everything. And the people that I've happened to connect with in a lot of these events are, uh, I think what I like to call the uh, the movers and shakers in the industry, the the sure. thought leaders. And I'm really excited and I'm very grateful to like have asked these people to do it. And I mean, pretty much everyone was just like, sure, where do I go? What time, yeah. when and where? I'm like, all right. 
<laughs> they were like Miami in in the in November. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The weather's gonna be nice. So, uh, yeah. in case you haven't noticed, we've got TJ McCormick here, the world's greatest roofer on TikTok, and Thank the you. community manager of uh, Roof R. I didn't yeah. say roofer. Are you happy? That's okay. It doesn't matter. Like roofer, roof R. Like I call it roofer now, but uh, everybody else in the in the real world still calls it roof R. So it's awesome. So I'm excited to have you on. Yeah. And the purpose of this podcast, okay, is to yeah. really just, just, I want you to tell me everything you know. Yeah. I want you to let out some secrets. I want you to tell people how it is uh, that you know what you know and how they can be successful in the same way that you have. I want you to For drop sure. as much knowledge and as much education in these like 40, 45 minutes or so as you can. Can we do that? Let's do it, man. All right. So uh, we had a discussion before yeah. and uh, what you really want to talk about and what you will be also discussing at the event you mentioned is developing a company's online visual identity. Yeah. Now, sure. there's a lot of people in the audience that are probably like, well, I've been actually struggling with trying to develop my company's online identity. Yeah. Uh, and you are the world's greatest roofer. I'm sorry I didn't look it up before, but how many followers approximately do you have on TikTok? Um, well, on TikTok, I have uh, 310,000, uh, but all overall social media platforms right around 450,000. That's that's a lot. Although most people can't get out of, they can't even get into the thousand. <laughs> you know what? That's because uh, they're, they're not doing the one thing that I teach most people in this industry is be an influencer not an infomercial. Uh, you know, most companies out there are trying to sell their products uh, in the most professional and, and, you know, they, they pay thousands of dollars for their, for their television ads. Uh, but they're, they're forgetting the one thing that works that reaches more people is organic content. It, uh, the, the more free it is, the more people are willing to, to watch it. Uh, and, uh, and they're going to buy more from you because people buy from people. And uh, if you act like a robot or you sound like a television commercial, people don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They're going to turn it off. They're going to try to skip past you. Uh, they're going to swipe right <laughs> or left and uh, they're going to go on with their day. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the attention span too, right? Like yeah. everything, everybody's in like, you know, what is it? hundred characters or less, right. one minute, 30 seconds or less. And they're just like, not even, that's how long you have to record it. But most people are going to watch your stuff for not even half the time, unless it's interesting. I had somebody, some kind of marketing company, this is a while back. It's probably like five years ago. Sent me, sent me like a whole, they were trying to pitch me on using them to create some video content. Yeah. And I was already, so then it wasn't five years ago. Actually, it was probably just a couple of years ago. I was already doing pretty well with the YouTube channel. And I'm yeah. like you, I'm aware, which I'm right. sure you like what I want to do with this here, this one episode is like, let's be valuable, sure. right? Yeah. And they sent me this like infomercial. Right. And I wouldn't have replied, but I replied. I'm just like, dude, we're so past that. Like I sent them yeah. the email. It's just like, I'm like, that is just an infomercial for a company. Like I'm not learning anything. I'm not getting any value from it. And maybe 10 years ago, that was okay to do. But in this day and age, uh, with just the attention span that people have, if you're not giving it all away for free, you're yeah. not going to attract anybody into your videos. Yeah, I was uh, I was recently on a call similar to that. I'm not going to say who it was, but it was with a marketing agency. And uh, that marketing agency was talking to me like they were still pitching to uh, kindergartners. And, uh, you know, and I'm 
I I love marketing agencies out there, but I feel like some of the pre 2020 agencies that are out there uh, haven't found the way to attract the marketplace like they were prior to COVID. And like you're exactly right, you have less than seven seconds to reach somebody's attention, uh, or else uh, they're going to swipe or they're going to go on with their like I said, go on with their day. Uh, but a lot of marketers out there fail to hit the target. Uh, and they think they do well on SEO, which is great, right? SEO is an amazing tool. Uh, but if you're not out there in front of people talking to them on camera or, or talking to them uh, uh, on their social media platforms every single day or, or every couple of days, they're going to forget about you. And uh, the best way to uh, to win or, or to sell more jobs or, or to create valuable networks are uh, to, to be in front of people as much as possible. And coming from somebody who's got 450,000 followers and subscribers yeah. all across social media, how do you think people do that? Or how does uh, a company do that? Um, so the number one thing, so when I first started, it's been, it'll be three years in December that I started uh, my, well, I mean, I've been online like the rest of us for years, uh, but it's been three years, uh, December that I actually started having a following, if you will. And, uh, I went and I tried to figure out how to go viral. That was the first thing that I was trying to learn how to do. And there wasn't really any videos or, or people that could tell you how they were going viral other than being consistent with their posting. A lot of times still, when you hear marketers talk, they say, oh, you should only post once a day. It should be like 9 a.m. in the morning and it should only be that one. No, you should be on social media or you should be posting six to, you know, four to six times a day if you're trying to build uh, a network of people to, that will want to watch you. And you have to find the people that will want to follow you or your business. My following is my following. Your following is your following. And your business will also have a following of people that want to know more about what your business does. Business versus personal. Like, how do we distinguish that? I mean, I think that's a yeah. common, common problem that people have. Sure. You know, uh, I really like the personal side of the business world, right? Uh, but I also can build brand uh, in business as well. And I've I've done that with the Roofer social medias, right? When Roofer, when I started at Roofer, we had just about 8,000 total followers on all of our social platforms. And now we're almost at 40,000 in the past year. So that people don't necessarily always, like I want, said, want to be sold. They want to be showed the things that they want to watch. And what I do is I show people roofing systems and I, I call it roof porn, if you will. And uh, people want to watch other people building things. They want to learn more about things. They want to be provided value or, or something that they're willing to watch. And uh, and that's the way that you have to go about your day. Like every single roofing company out there across the world or, or public adjusting company can attract masses of people that want to want to buy from them or want to watch more of their content. As long as it's interesting, right? As long as it's interesting. Yeah. And and you're not making it boring and uh, or or salesy or, you know, uh, like slow talking or, you know, like all the things that people are turned off by. So what are your, what is like your framework to, uh, to try to, to get people to, to do it the right way? 
Um, so you have to start off by just posting and you have to, you know, you don't have to be an expert in making videos or making content. It's just about the consistency at first, uh, and developing the people, you know, the, the first thousand followers, if you will. Uh, and those first thousand followers are the framework for what is meant to be however big you're going to be because if you can start interacting and engaging with those thousand people on a daily basis uh where when they comment you comment back when they like one of your posts you go like one of their posts and you start building up this this train if you will uh of people that will constantly be paying you back for what you've done for them and when you start doing that and uh, and i know that a lot of people are going to be like oh my god that's so much work right that's but really uh, social media or or your online presence isn't uh it's not just a day job right it's a full-time career uh and you should definitely have somebody dedicated to to making sure that they're a great networker uh online and uh and start building that presence now when you start to to get you know up above a thousand followers five thousand followers or whatever if you have those people that you've already built up uh liking sharing commenting uh you know showing your posts to other people you the algorithm starts to notice that all of these people like your content and it'll start showing it to more people prior to 2020 we had an algorithm that only went out to 5000 friends and that was it right and so you were stuck at 5000 potential people that you could reach on a daily basis but now with the for you page or the fyp is what it's called the algorithm shows it to people who are like minded like yourself or, or or view content the way that you do and uh and you're you know you're you're going to get lucky if you continue to grow or be consistent and have those same people like i said uh engaging with your content what makes a post considered gone viral so that that's changed over the years right um in the very beginning when vi virality was like 1 million plus right and uh so now i've seen uh other people say that you know that they've gone viral above 500,000 i call it viraling uh if if i go above 10,000 views and i'm steady going but I've had some videos that, you know, I've gotten 15, 20 million views. And, uh, and it's just because like one person after the next, it, like they just keep liking it. They keep sharing it. They keep commenting and, uh, it just goes crazy. And, you know, it's, it's been everything from, can I have a girlfriend to, uh, roofing equipment to, you know, being on top of roofing systems, building roofs uh to talking about insurance right to talking about my personal life to talking about covid it, it it was a variety of things but most of the time the every single time uh that i went viral they saw world's greatest roofer uh as the person who made that post so it always came back to me being a roofer which was what I, my my main goal was was to reach people to sell more roofing systems to them can you give us like a ballpark of like the difference it made in your sales? Uh, yeah. So um, back when I was uh, just getting started, I was working, you know, uh, in residential and then I went to large loss and uh, I was having trouble selling. It was during COVID. We were locked down quite a bit. People didn't want to open the doors for us and door knocking in Colorado, which is a very liberal place. And if you're liberal, that's cool. Right. But uh, they locked us down quite a bit 
And uh, so when I started making posts about wanting to go out and get on people's roofs, hundreds, if not thousands of people were saying yes uh, to come out to, to get on the roofing system. Now, when Hurricane Ida hit, I was working large loss and it was so easy to, to get contracts uh, for businesses uh because they were seeing me all over social media they knew i was in in homa louisiana and uh and people from that area which you know joseph hughes likes to say five mile famous right whenever you're in a local area like right now i'm in fort lauderdale uh just north of miami and um when i go live it's broadcasting to this general area that i'm right here and so if I'm online doing the live broadcasts like you should be doing, everybody should be doing their their live broadcast at least once a day or once every couple of days for 25 minutes. Um, and uh, you should be uh, you're, you're reaching that that general market uh, around you. And then when you do that, when you go live, the videos that you've posted recently will also start to generate more traction to where they're now viraling, if you will, uh, or gaining more views, gaining more likes from people who are like-minded. And uh, and I preach the live, I've been preaching the live broadcast feature for three years now. And a lot of people have not done that yet because they can't even get themselves on camera to begin with to make a video uh, to post on social. So just going live for them just isn't, it's out of the question. Should people be discouraged like when they go live and there's like no viewers? Uh, I was. Uh, I was like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like, why am I on this live? There's five people watching. But but really, at the end of the day, it started off as five. And then it was five more and it was 10. And then it was 20. And then uh, back during Hurricane Ian last year, uh, I had 1.1 million people watching us live Uh on social media at that exact time when we were in hurricane adelia just a few weeks ago hurricane adelia wasn't as bad as what we thought it would be right a hurricane's bad right it did a lot of damage but we had just over a hundred thousand people watching and it takes time to build that up but if if you stay with that consistent effort you know you're gonna keep doing it uh and uh and you're gonna keep growing and like like i said this past month i've, I've gained just over ten thousand new followers on TikTok. Uh, I'm almost at 11,000 followers on Facebook, right? Uh, just uh, on my personal page, but I have a, a group that's got 90,000 people in it. And so it's uh, it keeps growing uh, because I keep growing or I keep just doing this, the same thing that I'm supposed to be doing online. And a lot of people say that, you know, influencers die off uh, in their first two years. And here I am almost at year three and I'm still going. Yeah, you do a great job on Facebook with uh, asking the like interesting questions, like the thought provoking questions. You do yeah. a really great job at that. I appreciate that. And uh, you know what? A lot of times people are like, how the hell do you get so many views on one sentence, you know, posts? And it's really this thoughts that come into my mind uh, that I post about, you know, uh, I'm, I'll be brutally honest. Like most of the time, if you see a post about, uh, something, it's something that I've thought of, uh, or I'm thinking about myself, right. Especially if I'm beating, you know, or if I'm yelling at social media, uh, the thought that comes to my mind, you know, like, uh, are you jealous? Right. And then like, maybe I'll post that online on social. Are you jealous? And people are like, they think that I'm talking about them, right. Or they think that I'm talking about something else, but really it's me talking to myself 
am I jealous of some situation or, or other people? And I, sometimes I have to bring myself back to reality to hear other people's responses. What do you, what, what about, you know, you mentioned jealous, like, yeah, I, that's the part I don't like about yeah. social media. I think is that like the, the more you're in it, I notice like when you're scrolling through it and you see everybody doing so well, or they're yeah. doing quote unquote better than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only, I mean, I'm getting totally off topic and I apologize. Sure. Just no, it's okay. Jealous thing, but that's, a, that's one thing that I just, I'll be scrolling. I'm like, I need to get off. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> you know, the, yes. Uh, I, I've been talking to other people in the past that do watch what I post and, and it gets to them as well. Right. Um, but, uh, but I, I got to 200,000 followers and I still, to this day, will, you know, every now and then I'll still take things to heart that people say, but, you know, my wife, she says, you know, she's been my biggest supporter ever since I've started this social media journey. And uh, she'll be like, TJ, you, you have 450,000 people that follow you and you're worried about that one person that might have said something wrong to you, something negative, something jealous, you know, something that was uh, just a negative energy. And uh, and she's like, you're putting more energy into the negativity than you are into the positivity. And I will snap back out of it and they'll be like, you're right. Right. And uh, but still, like, there's still people to this day that when they say things, I I, I might get offended uh, if it's uh, if or, or you know, uh, take it to heart. Yeah. Um, what do you feel has come about it? Like, what do you feel? Because I don't think we would know each other if it wasn't yeah. for social media. So, sure. I mean, I could, I could answer that question myself. It's just like a lot of it's kind of hard to actually quantify. But what do you think has come about the last three years uh, being and in, getting into that whole social, getting in on social media and, and becoming successful with it? Yeah, you know, um, I was I was a successful salesperson, right? Um, but uh, I wasn't as successful as I could be, right? COVID hurt uh, because I, I didn't have the money that I needed to support my family. Uh, and it also brought me out of being sort of traumatized with the PTSD that I've been facing most of the last 10 years of my life. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I started to come out of my shell. I started to be able to be around more people, uh, to be more positive, but then also trying to learn, uh, like basically learning a whole new career on my own, um, which now I have the potential of making, you know, millions of dollars a year now, where before I was like concentrated on, you know, 50, 60, $70,000. Um, but now I'm, I'm like, like thinking bigger picture. How do I make more money? How do I learn how to do this so that now I can go and help other people? Uh, and one of those, you know, outlets has been Roofer, right? Roofer has been really great for my growth. Uh, because when I went to work for Roofer, I was just a social media marketer and I'm not a, a, a traditional marketer, like I said, a pre 2020 marketer. Um, but now, uh, with the team that Roofer has in the marketing, you know, we have 11 people on our team, uh, and they're all experts in something. They're, you know, SEO, email, paid ads, you know, brand, all of the things that I never had on my, on my list of things that I knew anything about. But listening to them or watching them work every day has helped me build my own self as well as build Roofer. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, like landing a great gig here with Roofer would probably yeah. would not have happened if it wasn't for you 
right. uh, being bored, stuck in your house yeah. uh, during COVID and just deciding to start posting posts. Yeah, you know, uh, Richie uh, Nelson, he's our CEO, Richard Nelson. Uh, most people know Richie or, or they see him online as well. He's very consistent with uh, making sure people love Roofer uh, on on social. And Richie called me uh, last August and we started a conversation. He's like, TJ, you know, I'd love to keep paying to, to sponsor your events or, or doing things with you. But what if you just came to work for me? And, uh, and I, I took a, you know, I took a little bit of offense and I tell, I tell the story now, you know, I took a little offense because I was running my own company. I felt like I was doing well, but I had to shut it down. Uh, but I shut it down for a good reason because although I had a great company and I was doing the things that I love to do, I wasn't ready to be where I needed to be, uh, to continue to grow in my own company uh and and keep producing and making the, the amount of money that i can make now because of things that i've learned uh and the growth that i've had and i'm assuming they give you the freedom to just sort of just continue going crazy with the social media yeah you know respectfully though of course yeah. <laughs> um, i mean i i'm not the the nicest person sometimes when i say things online maybe i've been a little rude at times uh but but really i think we all have um and you know but richie and, and the the entire roofer team they had to learn also how to work together with me uh because i'm i'm different uh in the way that i post i might post four or five times a day on a business account and I might get a million or two million views on a page that typically only got a couple hundred, maybe a couple thousand. Uh, and they had to learn that the way that I was marketing was really working to reach other people. So kudos to them for sticking it out with me. I'm, I'm approaching my one year anniversary next week. Uh, but it's uh, it's been a ride for sure. And, it, you know, I've like I said, I've learned so much for them. But then also building the social media brand has also helped uh, with the 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 entire brand of building it up, uh, as well as, you know, SEO traction and website uh, hits and, and all the things that make a, a good company great. And uh, thankful for all of those people that do all of those great things, not just at Roofer, but all over the roofing industry. This this type of gig is hard and reaching more people is uh, isn't easy. That's awesome. Yeah. A, a lot of I think a lot of people probably don't know, but you have a public adjuster group on Facebook. I do. I, I run the more? yeah, I run the, the public insurance adjuster forum. Um, and the, the reason that I got involved with that, um, was because I saw the need, uh, to try to, to spark interest, uh, in the, the public adjusting world to talk with one another, uh, but also to work together with roofing, you know, roofers or other contractors. Because a lot of the times that I'd see on TikTok, uh, I won't mention the company's names, but there are some companies out there that were very negative towards roofers. Uh, but also, uh, they might not have been pitch pitching the, the right things or saying the right things and, uh, in order to reach a broader audience. And I think public, in public insurance adjuster forum has reached almost, you know, 4,000, uh, people on that page in a very short period of time. And we've been able to, to spark conversations that are hard to have or the elephant in the room conversations. Um, that help us all grow as an industry of not just roofers, but, you know, public adjusters that, you know, there's been so much uh, foul dialogue between different uh, associations and people growing new associations. And, 
you know, really at the end of the day, we're all here for the common goal of beating the insurance company if they're not doing right. And uh, if we're beating each other up, the insurance companies are winning, just like in roofing. If we're all roofers are beating each other up, we're not doing the best we can for our clients, which matter the most and not our not our own personal greed or or hatred towards one another. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. Like this whole, yeah. all, my whole commercial claims advocate, the whole message has always been elevating the industry stronger together, making sure that we're not yeah. against one another. How can we help each other out? How can we come together to just make the industry stronger? Because I'm sure now that you're sort of in the, in the weeds of the public insurance adjuster industry a bit, yeah. you can see, I mean, we're constantly getting attacked, constantly yeah. getting attacked by by uh, legislative and law changes and policy changes and insurance companies and lobbyists. And it's just like, it's pretty brutal. And we need to come together more now than ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's totally true. There should not be any partisanship at all. Like it's completely political in, in a lot of the, you know, the, the public adjuster world. And it's because of the politics that you guys have to deal with from that legislation. You know, I'm, I'm working together with Angela Henderson at, at she just started a new uh, Appia called Happier, uh, Heartland Association of Public Insurance Adjusters. And we're working together with that Middle America SB 77 Ohio law, trying to reach more consumers to let them know about what's happening uh, in their local area and, uh, you know, let them know that these laws that the insurance company and regulators and legislatures are, are making are just going to make it harder for us to get claims bought or, or, you know, harder for public adjusters to work together with homeowners. Uh, because if roofers and contractors can't, you know, can't help a homeowner, uh, there's not enough public adjusters out there to do it either. Like most of the public adjusters out there in the world don't deal with uh, residential. And there's a reason why, because they make more money on the commercial side and they're busy enough to where they don't need to handle residential. And there's one of them and there's 50,000 of us. Yep. So, so it, it's hard. Yeah. All right. So yeah. to bring it back full circle. Yeah. So what yeah. I've gotten so far, and if you could give me a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, you said you got to get out there, get the freaking phone, start posting. And you're talking about four to six times a day. Yep. As often as possible. Yep. Uh, you also say that you should go live. Yep. At least at least uh, at least every other day, maybe a few times a week. Yep. Is there anything else that you suggest? Just like yeah. like real, like actual simple things that people can implement today? Yeah. You know, um, if, if you are looking to help grow your brand, right, there there's some people out there that can help you do that. Uh, or uh, if you're trying to find one person that does it well, like let them be a brand ambassador for your organization and, and jump on social media more. A lot of companies are scared to allow their, uh, their people to, to do social media or to talk about things online. And, uh, if you've got somebody that's got a face for radio <laughs> or, or, or a face for social media, let them go at it and, uh, and enable them, uh, to create and, uh, share approved content that, that you, you know, that you have a chance to look over. That's interesting. So sort of like what roof roofer did with you. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting because the first thing people always say is, I'm not built for this. I am not good on camera. I say, um, too much. I don't feel good. All these different things. When right. I like what you're, t we preach as we preach in our company uh, and in just the business world, I learned from strategic coach uh, is who, not how. 
So right. whenever you're 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 met with a question or you're met with just something that you need to figure out, instead of figuring out how you should do it, you should figure out who can do it. Who's right. the person I need to speak to to do it? So I like that a lot, TJ. The brand ambassador could answer the question of a, that a lot of business owners are asking is like, how do I get into this social media thing? Yeah. Maybe contract somebody who's already successful in your space to come and be a brand ambassador for you. you That's know, a good one, dude. Yeah. Uh, be, you know, a talking parrot is, uh, is a good point. Or here's, here's where I really learned how that works is the president of the United States has a press conference every day that he never speaks at. He has somebody that speaks for 